Welcome back, everyone, to our number two of BYP with Q. Rich Quinones here as we continue the NFL conversation, a post-mortem on the New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers. Lloyd Vance, kind enough to join us. I'm still not going to say they're cooked. Maybe they're marinating, but not so much cooked. We'll see <laughs> in a couple of weeks. Um, all right, my friend, week one in the books. Let's start with the other team in New York that, I mean, my goodness. Oh. I had to watch that crapping garbage the other night, and my phone was nonstop. I, I, I at halftime, I said, "This, this, this game's over." I mean, the the Giants go out, and we've talked about this. All the build up with the Jets, the same crap and nonsense can be said about the Giants. All I heard in the offense was the revamped offensive line. Daniel Jones pay the man a buck sixty. Saquon back at camp. You get Waller, you get Hyatt. Here comes Shepard and Robinson and here we go. Ballinger. You got weapons galore and they go out and they not only lose a freaking game to open up the season at home but they don't even show up. It was his, It was the most non-competitive effort I've seen from my New York football giants in a long time. And I'll tell you how bad it gets. And you can appreciate this. You've got that opening drive and they're going right down the field. Now, mind you, it was Daniel Jones's legs running. It wasn't so much. The offense was really moving. They were just some breakdowns by the Cowboys, Saquon, Daniel Jones. And it reminded me from a couple of years ago where Eric flowers, the friggin' bust of all bust for the giants got a holding penalty. It backs him up. Eli turns the ball over. Like at that moment, it set the tone for the season, right? The other night they go right down the field, third and three, Andrew Thomas, who has not had one false freaking start penalty all of last year decides here's the time the all pro to get one bad snap after third and five long field goal block. There you go. Seven, nothing. In essence, a 14 point swing, mind you. And then of course, which really shouldn't have been a pick six. It should have been a fumble off Saquon. Another touchdown, boom, you blink, it's 16 to nothing. The game was freaking over. It just snowballed from there, but Jesus God, man, can you freaking put up a fight? If you're the, all the crap, all the talk I heard about the equity build up and the fan base and the feel good and the win of these games, they did not even show up. And you saw players quitting. You saw players quitting. Um, I mean, what do you take away from this game? Was it just one of those games where everything snowballed? Are the Giants that bad? Or are the Cowboys and their defense just that good? Yeah, Q, you know, I I, I have to say they got their number. You know, the, the Cowboys have their number. I think they've right. won 12 of the last 13. They played five in a row, something like that. And, and, yeah, and it's like – it's like, man, what what is going on here with, with, with the Giants? And, and you know, I said that was my upset special. Boy, was I wrong on that one. And I, I you know, I, I just thought they, after that playoff win that they had, and, and, and they had some momentum going into the season, that they, they said enough's enough, and they were ready to ball their fist up and beat up a Dallas team that we talked about. You know, they're kind of a bully. They're good on paper, but in those tough type games, they kind of fall apart. But they, they, they just never gave the Giants an opportunity to uh, really throw a punch, as you were saying. And, you know, after that block field goal, it was just all downhill. It was 16 nothing before a blink of an eye. And then it's 26 nothing at the half. And, and uh, 
Daniel Jones is just harassed over and over again. He got sacked seven times in this game. Michael Parsons and uh, Jonathan Hankins and, and, and that defensive line was just all over him and he couldn't breathe. And uh, Saquon, I, you talked about his, his struggles, you know, that, that was it a fumble, whatever it was, uh, that turnover that was caused and, and he just could not get on track. And, oh, you, you talk about, you, you don't want to make season long assumptions based on week one, but man, that was a horrible effort. The, the that, worst that's a tone setter though. Loss. Excuse me. Yeah. That's, you, you, that's, they got to come back for that. You know? that, that. That's a tone setter because first of all, if you go back to the game against the Eagles in the playoffs and this game, they've looked horrible over the last two games. And by the way, for all the accolades that we get Brian Dayball and talk about him and, you know, going for the win on the road against Tennessee and the moxie and going for it on fourth down and playing, you know, coaching these guys up. What the hell are you doing in a friggin' 40 to nothing game? And you have your franchise quarterback, your $160 million freaking quarterback in the rain, mucking it up on that field, getting his ass and his bell rung every single uh, other play. Like, what What, what do you do? Yeah. And then I got to listen. No disrespect to Collins. Well, well, you know, Daniel Jones is, he's gutting it out. He's sh- He's what? He's already won the respect of his teammates. Now I got to get my ass handed to me even more where I might get concussed or I might get hurt. What is, you know, and his answer afterwards, Dable, it, it just perplexed me, man. Andrew Thomas bangs up his hamstring. He might not be available against Arizona. You can't lose him long-term with that offensive line. But to have your quarterback still out there in a game that was over at the half, I mean, I get optics. Yeah. Six, seven, eight, ten minutes left? What are you doing? No, you got to live to play another day. And and we talk over and over again. Don't get too caught up in in week one. It's a 17-game marathon, and and there's just many more games to play. But – that's just not a smart decision by Dable. I, I would have got him out of there as long as, as well as a lot of the other starters and, and just kind of rested in them and said, you know what? We're going to chalk it up as look, no one's really playing in the preseason anymore. And you're going to see some of these struggles in week one because these guys are just kind of sitting around at the camps aren't what they used to be and, yeah. and they just aren't ready to play. And, and that's really what I kind of attributed this to this Giants team. They were not ready to play. Uh, you hope they are able to pick it up in terms of, of there's no, there's no place to go but up because Dallas humiliated them. And, and, and can you score? You know, and we always, yeah, we, we always talk about Dallas. You know, when they're up, right. man, they're really up. You know, they're high as the sky, and, and these guys are jumping around, yucking it up, laughing. Uh, you know, they're the kings of the world, and, and uh, I think they'll still have their moments where, where they struggle, and, and but they really just took it to the chest. Giants and, and, and the Giants, you know, if they have any gumption, if they have any guts, you know, they will step off the mat because right now that was not a good look. And, and uh, they just got destroyed out there. Oh, and two, if they lose to Arizona, who, oh, by the way, had, I think, five or six uh, sacks in that game. So Giants 0 oh, 1, must win week two. I don't have a problem saying it. Dallas 1 0. Uh, Washington and the Eagles got the win. I didn't think the Eagles looked particularly sharp. Um, and I I think I undervalued the Patriots defense. And Mac Jones made some plays. I mean, obviously, they kept that game close. They had an opportunity to win the game after the Hurts fumble late. Uh, but you know this, in the NFL, a win is a win. Now, 
I think it's going to be tough for Bradbury, who's in concussion protocol, to pass those tests with Thursday night looming against Minnesota. Um, I think the one thing that kind of stood out for me with the Philadelphia Eagles, man, I'll tell you, they, they can't run the football. And if they can't run the football, that's going to be an issue for them this year because everything opens up, right? The play action hurts what he does best. Everything comes from the runner on the football. And you look at their depth chart, right? You know, you have Gainwell, you have Swift, and you have Penny. Uh, Penny wasn't even dressed. So what's the point of even making a move for a veteran if you're not even going to dress him? You know, you're talking about a veteran guy that's not dressed in week one, taking up a roster spot. What the hell did you even make the move for? And Gainwell is a okay back. He's not a very good back. And I think the Eagles have told you, he he we believe he's our best back. And if that's the case, they might have a hard time running the football this year. Yeah, it, it was very surprising. It, 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 the way they went about attacking it, the New England Patriots. I don't know if it was Belichick and, and his genius. You know, he's always drawing up the defense, working with his son Steve to kind of stop the offenses. But you know, I think that the Eagles, once they got that 16-point lead and, and they had the big play by Slay to Pick six, you know, they, they kind of rested on their laurels. Laurels, you know, they're up 16 nothing going yep. in the second quarter. And then they allowed the Patriots to get right back in the game at half. It's 16 of 14. And, yep. and you know, uh, when I look at Hurts, he's another guy that Sirianni kind of admitted it in his press conference that they needed reps in training camp and as well as his preseason games because he just looked rusty to me. He just looked, you know, tentative. Uh, he was 22 of 33. Uh, for 107 yards, one touchdown pass, and, and no interceptions, which you like, but he ran nine times, and that decision he made where he, he's running and he kind of jumps up in the air, and, and, and uh, you know, in a crucial moment, he's getting hit, and he's got a big fumble that kind of turned that game around and got, got the Patriots right back in it. Um, you know, it, it, the Eagles, I, I, I think, I like you, like, Okay, you got Penny. He's your big free agent signing coming from Seattle. He's your big back. He's a, he's a active, you know, inactive. He's a healthy scratch in the game. And then DeAndre Swift, who they bring over to the Lions, a, a good young player, you know, St. Joe's prep guy, Philly guy. And you think, okay, he's going to get his opportunities now. And he only had two touches in the game. Yeah, uh, you know, Dallas Goddard had no catches in the game, and and yeah. you know. It, you don't want to say they were lucky to get a win, but a win's a win, uh, and, and you want to, I, you want to stack it, the W's, but it, it was ugly. It was yeah, ugly win. Listen, New England shot themselves in the foot several times, right? I mean, they turned the ball over. They could have been right there. They could have won that game. But, you know, to your point, too, with the reps in the preseason and everything, then, you know what, eliminate preseason and now just make this season 18 games, right? I mean, it's like they, they want to rest these guys, but then – we know they're going to be rusty. Um, as the season goes on, though, like I said, I man, I'll tell you, if they can't figure out a way to run the football when they need to run the football, yeah. it's not going to be a very soft, easy path like it was. Now, they've got Minnesota. We'll talk uh, about that game for a second, um, and then we'll recap it on Friday when we do our show. But, look, Minnesota's coming off a loss. It's a short week. They're already starting to clamor down there in Minnesota. Kirk, Kirk Cousins, primetime Kurt. Here we go. But here's the thing. You know, Minnesota can – they can move the football, and they can throw it. If Bradbury's not there, now you weaken the secondary a little bit. There's going to be some opportunities for throw for them to throw the football. Um, 
You know, so yeah, and there's key injuries on the Eagles defense. Yeah. You know, it, it, Fletcher Cox got a rib. Uh, he, he got blanket shipped to safety. But I thought str- struggle, quite frankly. He got beat for a touchdown, and then his coverage skills are not the best. And we talked about this in terms of the Eagles. I would attack them. Uh, they're mid level, their linebackers, and their safeties. And, and then they lose to Kobe Dean in this That's one. That's right. Another, you know, it, so they have injuries on that defense. They, they got a short turnaround week, and then you get an angry Minnesota team coming in there. We'll, we'll see what Minnesota's able to do. Madison uh, did not do much in terms of replacing uh, Dalvin Cook. Um, and, and then Kirk Cousins, he, he was struggling, and, and you wonder, is he ready to step up in prime time? But we know his record in prime time is not very good, and, and it's going to be an interesting game, particularly seeing if Justin Jefferson, who had over 150 yards uh, receiving, could take advantage of that injury in that secondary. How about Washington? New look Washington Commanders. Their defense led the way, 20-16 to 16 win over Arizona. Uh, in a game where, give Arizona credit, was 10-10 at the half. They tacked on a field goal to take the lead. Washington outscored them 10 nothing in the fourth quarter to win that game. So, you know, you had a packed house. It was a chippy game. I thought the quarterback showed a little moxie, Sam Howe, you know, uh, I guess you could say efficient. They were able to run just under 100 yards. You know, when their defense is healthy, they can make plays. They got to get a little more tighter with the football. Gibson and Howe had fumbles, but be that as it may, uh, listen, they were able to get to the quarterback and pressure. And we talked about this, right? If they lose this game, it's more of an indictment on Washington than Arizona. And now you blink, Washington has uh, Denver coming up, Buffalo, Philly, but that's a good win for the commanders to start the season. It is. And, and, and you know, it, it, it's not – there's no style points in NFL. I was on another right. show and I was telling the guys that, you know, you want to get to W and then in the standings, that's all that matters. But uh, there were some things that kind of scare you in this game in terms of Washington. You know, Xavier Collins had a very good game uh, in, for the Cardinals. He had an interception, a fumble recovery, and, and – they also, uh, Howe was the second most sacked quarterback in week one. So, but he was efficient, as you said, 19 to 31, 202 yards, one touchdown. He talked, I talked about the interception of Collins, but he did a good job in terms of uh, spreading the football around and taking care of business. And, and, and when you look on the other side, the Cardinals, they're pretty much what we thought they were. Josh Dobbs, you know, yep. 21 of 30. He only threw for 132 yards in this game. He just could not get the ball down the field and Hollywood Brown wasn't doing anything. James Conner, 14 rushes for 62 yards. So that defense, as you said, you know, Jack Del Rio has those guys playing and, and you have Payne, you have Allen. Hopefully it'll get back uh, Chase Young from that neck injury, but there's a lot of first round draft picks on that defense. And, and you know, they're coming for the other team and, and they're going to make some plays. Uh, we knew the young quarterbacks were going to struggle. Stroud, Young, Richardson, their teams respectively lost. Falcons beat uh, the Panthers, Jacksonville. little tough time uh, against Indianapolis. You see Jacksonville. Would we talk about Ridley right right away? Boom, makes his presence known in that one. And then um, um, the Texans really didn't put up too much of a fight against the Ravens. Uh, more impressive performance. Was it Cleveland? At home against Cincinnati, 24-3, or in a game that I totally miscalculated, the 49ers, I mean, hey, look what happens when you got a friggin' healthy quarterback, folks. Uh, all over Pittsburgh, on the road, 
thirty to seven. I mean, and, and Purdy and that that offense and that defense looked really good. But more impressive performance in your eyes. Browns at home, 49ers on the road. Yeah, you know the the Browns. It, that that's a good solid win for them. In, in an ugly, sloppy field, you know, but. In Pittsburgh, that was just total domination. I watched a lot of that game. And, and the Niners looked like that team that we thought they were going to be. I, I actually picked them to go uh, back to the Super Bowl uh, again. And, and, and Purdy, you know, you were worrying about that elbow injury, but he's yeah. 19 to 29 and 220 yards, two touchdowns, and he does not turn the football over. So, he, he you know, he, he led six scoring drives. And that was incredible. And don't forget about Christian McCaffrey, you know, that long touchdown run with 65 yards with the cherry on top, 22 rushes, 152 yards, one touchdown. And then they also have Brandon Ayuk, you know, eight catches, 129 yards, two touchdowns. He was just impressive. Uh, For the Steelers, obviously, wasted game for T.J. Watt, you know, three sacks and five quarterback hits and had a, a fumble. Worst fumble, fumble recovery. He was everywhere. And, and you know, that's what the uh, Niners will have to work on. But that defense is very scary. They limit Kenny Pickett to only 232 uh, passing yards, and he had two interceptions, and, and they only scored seven points. So I, I think the Steelers will be a team that's in the mix for AFC North. But you just saw the disparity in terms of these two teams. And, and you know, the Niners are going to be top five all season, I believe. And they were talking about maybe, you know, how did Pickett not suffer a concussion on one of those plays? And he was very ineffective. Um, ineffective. Joe Burrow, 14 to 31, uh, 82 yards passing, got sacked twice in really a bad loss for Cincinnati. We talked about Allen with the struggles, Burrow with the struggles. We kind of saw it with some marquee quarterbacks. <sighs> Listen, Cincinnati's my team coming out of the AFC, man. Um Maybe you just chalk it up to a bad day at the office. But if they can't run the football, again, just like these teams we're talking about, and they can't open it up, and that offensive line does not protect the quarterback, they are going to be in trouble. And they've got a quick turnaround, man. They've got Baltimore, uh, which we'll talk a little more about uh, later on in the week. Um, And then you had, which I find really interesting when I watch these games, on Sunday, because we always talk about defenses should be ahead of some of these offenses. And then you look at a game, Green Bay and Jordan Love, right? And my God, the Packers fans, hopefully they're not tap dancing on Aaron Rodgers, but Green Bay Packers put up 30. And I told the Bears are going to stink. Can we just get out of the way? The Bears are going to be a bad friggin' team this year, man. I, 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 I know you have a young quarterback, but I thought one of the stories of the weekend, Jordan Love put up some really nice numbers, very efficient, didn't turn the ball over, offensive line kept him upright, and he threw, I think, three touchdown passes and a 38-20 to 20 win over Chicago. Yeah, I, you know, Burrow, he's got to play enough. They actually took him out of the game. Like we were talking about, that the Giants should have. They took him out and they said, you know what, kind of rest up, and he got that big money contract and- Hopefully, he'll be able to clean it up and play well against Baltimore. And then they have the Rams, who we'll talk about in a minute. But, you know, Green Bay, that, that was that was impressive as well. I know it's the Bears, as you were saying. And, and they've kind of owned them uh, in terms of, you know, Aaron Rodgers now, Jordan Love. I, I forget it's like 12 straight victories over over that team. And, and you know, Love looked very good, 15-27. Uh, 
He had 245 yards passing, three touchdowns. Him and Dobbs hooking up, and, and uh, you know they're eight for ten in terms of scoring drives in, in the red zone. And um, you know it, it defensively, they were getting you know where Sean Gary and those guys were getting after Justin Fields and Justin Fields. He's a good young quarterback, but he still makes too many mistakes, yeah. in my opinion. And it's very tentative in terms of when he's throwing the football. You know, in our big uh, acquisition of offseason, T.J. Moore only had two catches in the game. And then Claypool, uh, you know, there's some guy just saying he's quit out there. He just was not into the game plan. So going to be a long season, it seems like, for the Bears. And, and you know, you wonder, is Matt Eberflus the right guy that brought him over from the Colts, and he's a defensive coordinator, and Justin Fields needs a guy that's offensive minded. So it was it was a good win for Green Bay. We'll see if they're able to build upon it. Uh, you know, Aaron Jones was very good in this game, catching the ball, and he pulled a hamstring on the end of that long run, uh, that TV catch and run. So you got to see if Aaron Jones is able to come back for the Packers. But uh, you know, the Packers may surprise some people, and that was very impressive. Rams get the win. Uh, Raiders got the win. I know uh, Peyton decided to start with the onside kick. Uh, they're 0 and 1. And then the Dolphins and Tua in a really entertaining high scoring game. You know, again, I, I talked a lot about Tua, put up monster numbers over 450 yards, three touchdowns. Um, I mean, it's just Tyreek Hill. You mentioned I want to go over 2,000 yards, 215. So the Dolphins start 1 and a really nice performance by them um i know we got to start wrapping up uh game ball lackey uh let's start with the game ball who'd you give it to sure you know the game ball you you, you had the perfect lead right there uh, i had i was trying to debate whether i should give it to the quarterback of the receiver i ended up giving it to receiver miami dolphins receiver Tariq. i mean he's just dominant he he may get two thousand yards i talk about justin jefferson Tariq kills right there, 11 receptions 15, on 15 targets, 215 yards, uh, and two touchdowns, one of which was that 35-yard kind of bomb, and, and, and that just broke the game open. Dolphins won a shootout 36-34 uh, over the stunned host uh, Chargers, who lose another close game. So I get my game ball to Tariq Hill. In terms of the lackey, you know, this guy, he, he's – there were a couple choices out there. I, obviously, everybody was talking about give it to the – uh, Tony from the Chiefs, you know, he had such a bad game in thir on Thursday, but I gave it to uh, Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill. You know, he's just awful in a loss to the New Orleans Saints. I, I think it may be time for that team. You know, Brable maybe have to look and, and turn the page. I, I knew he has a new uh, general manager there, and they, they may have to start saying, you know, like, bring somebody else in, whether it's Will Levis, the draft pick from this year, or Malik Willis from last year. Tannehill 26 to 34 for 47%, only 198 yards passing, three interceptions, no touchdowns. He was sacked three times, and, and you know, it was a winnable game. They only lost 16 15, but he just could not get it done. They were only 2 and 12 on third down. That just mm. shows you the inefficiency of the Titans. And, and, you know, they'd be smart to just hand the ball off to Henry because Tannehill, I think he's just lost his fastball. And, and, it may be time for a change there. Good, good head coach, but pieces aren't in place. And you're right. You got a very, uh, I think, maybe cooked uh, veteran quarterback. He, of course, is Lloyd Vance at Lloyd Vance. You catch him during the week, Tuesdays, Football Friday edition of BYP. And don't forget also Lloyd Vance's Insider Football and Sports Radio 1029, the game part of the Broad Street 
South Network as well. The debut show was Monday night. You guys did a fantastic job. So you got the game balls, you got the lackeys and catch Lloyd all over the place. Catch them later on the week. We'll start to preview week two in the NFL. We'll recap also the Eagles and the Vikings Thursday night football. Always appreciate you jumping on board a couple moments of BYP, pal.